Proactive Athletes is the premier place that empowers student athletes to overcome the challenges of college sports recruitment. Their unparalleled expertise and influential network will guide you towards realizing your fullest potential. At Proactive Athletes, they understand that each student athlete is unique, facing their own set of obstacles. That's why their dedicated team takes the time to comprehend your individual needs, providing a comprehensive hands-on approach tailored to your success. With their personalized attention and unwavering support, they ensure your satisfaction every step of the way. Through their vast network, they have successfully connected with over 2.3 million coaches, giving your child's profile the exposure it deserves. In fact, their student-athletes' profiles have been viewed by an astounding 716,000 coaches, solidifying their reputation as the go-to platform for recruitment. What sets them apart is their data-driven approach, allowing them to make informed decisions that result in better outcomes for their student-athletes. By harnessing the power of data, they maximize your child's chances of success as they embark on the next chapter of their athletic journey. Join the ranks of proactive athletes and unlock your true potential. Let them amplify your talent, connect you with coaches that want you but may not have known about you, and pave the way for your future success. Together, they will defy the odds and ensure that your dreams become a reality. Don't wait any longer. Get proactive in your child's recruitment process today by visiting proactiveathletes.com. And make sure you use Shark Effect 10 for 10% off. In today's episode, you're going to learn how to transition out of your sport and what framework you already have built inside of you that when looked at it and dissected and applied, it can help you transition into a better version of yourself and doing something that you really love. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Shark Effect Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Molden. I'm an NFL veteran of eight years, and now I'm an author, leadership and personal development coach, and international speaker. In this podcast, you will learn strategies to get unstuck in life and find your influence. You will hear inspirational and value-packed stories from former and current elite-level athletes, successful entrepreneurs, and experts in the field of personal development. My mission is to help former elite level athletes find their identity and utilize their influence to create a life of impact. Welcome to the Shark Effect. I'm your host, Alex Molden, coming to you once again. Um, I got a guest today, and this guest, his name is Tim Claiborne, and he's all about the fusion of sports, entrepreneurship, and community impact. He has almost 25 years of experience in the sports industry, whether that's e-commerce, cause marketing, and event production. And, you know, he has a, he has a, a really co- cool community. It's called Locker Room Sports Community. And he launched it about a year or two, year and a, year and a half, two years ago. And I found out about it because it was on LinkedIn. And it really is pretty cool because he has former players, former athletes, no matter if you play pro ball or collegiately, is – you know, it's a community that we can kind of, I want to say help each other out, but we start to hear, you know, the different struggles that folks might be into, whether it's the entrepreneur space or nonprofit. And it's a great connection when it comes to the sports industry. And I think, you know, a lot of us athletes, we get kind of pigeonholed 
and we're stuck in our sport. And then we try to like leverage that into like coaching or in, in the sports world. But really, there's a lot of things that we have inside of us that um, that Tim and his community can help pull that out of. So there, there's more there's more things that we can be able to do with our background outside of just being in the sports world. So anyway, Tim, thank you so much for being a guest on the Shark Effect. All right, Alex, great to talk to you. Yeah, my man. So, Tim, man, tell me a little bit about you. That, you know, I know a little bit about you, but I would love for you to tell my listeners a little bit about you and, and, and what you're doing now. What I'm doing now. So, so, you gave me a little bit of an intro there, so I appreciate that. But um, I just, I really love the way that, that sports can be used to kind of, you know, bring people together and connect people and just build um build instant rapport in, in, a, in a way that just a lot of stuff, a lot of other stuff doesn't, you know? And so like, when you talk about with locker room, locker room community, like, yes, it's about sports and we're bringing together athletes and people from all over the sports world, sports industry, but it's almost like we're using that to then have that, to have that commonality, to have that, you know, that instant connection to then be able to go, <laughs> go a lot deeper into people's lives. And so like, that's, um, I've always felt like you can, if I can do something that's fun, which I enjoy, which is, which is, you know, going to be sports related and I can use that to help people and I can create a business out of it. And it's like, why, why wouldn't I want to do something that I feel like is impacting others and that it's fun for me? You know, there's a lot of, a lot of different businesses you can be involved in a lot of ways you can, you can, you can pursue a career, but that's, that's really what I, what I love doing. And then, you know, during COVID, I just kind of started throwing together some of these on, you know, online virtual meetings and all of a sudden I like accidentally became the leader of this thing you know and so I was like okay we can't do our can't do our, our live events like we were doing for a while and so now now it's a cool time where we can you can leverage all the tools and and, and you know pluses of being able to do things virtually and get people together you know all over the country all over the world but then also we can get back to doing things doing things in person and spending time together and, and creating community events and stuff like that so. love that man what do you see like when it comes to athletes um, when they when they stop playing? Where's the biggest hiccup? What is the biggest roadblock you see when it comes with with athletes? Well, I think I mean all humans and athletes are not transition is a huge is a huge struggle. And and if you look at like I, I look at it, there's two kinds of change, right? There's change that we choose and there's change that we don't choose, right? And those can be very very different as far as like how we approach it and our attitudes towards it. Right. So if you, and most athletes, I think when you're talking about end of career, it's not something that has been chosen. I mean, you know, there's some people that, Hey, they have the privilege They're they're Tom Brady or they're Kobe or they're like one of the top, 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 and they get to go out on their terms. And, but I think for most, for very most athletes, um, the end of it is not something that you choose. And, and there's a lot of times where, you know, you get cut, you get released, you get benched, you get traded, you feel like somebody has, uh, you know, taken away your opportunity or not treated you fairly. Um, I, I can't tell you how many guys I've talked to whose careers ended 10, 20 years ago, and they still have a lot of resentment and bitterness towards coaches, towards GMs, towards maybe doctors they feel like didn't address their injury properly. And, and, and then it's internal too, right? All of a sudden, hey, you know, I had this opportunity. Um, I think being a competitor, how many people are going to look back and not say, 
I couldn't have done more or I couldn't have been better if I didn't do this differently or I didn't know that. So like you have kind of maybe those feelings of disappointment or you're external, like people are going to look at you differently. And so all of a sudden you have loss of identity, loss of purpose, loss of income, loss of community, loss of status. Like there's all these things and now you're starting all over you, no matter how accomplished you were, um, as an athlete, you're, you're pretty much like starting all over in life, right? I got to go figure out something new. And, um, that's, that's where the, that's where the transition struggles all, all, all begin. I think. Absolutely, man. And, and it's, I couldn't agree more. And one of the things that I would add is a lot of, of athletes, both male and female, doesn't matter what sport. And I hear it all the time is they talk about their sport and them it's 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 who they are and i'm like no that's not it's no it's not who you are it's what you do and so many times they think whether it's it's piped into them at a young age from people who are close to them where you have to become you know this sport eat drink it you know sleep it read about it study it and whatnot and i've done all those things and we have to be careful, man. We're getting trapped into being or thinking that it is who you are. And really it's not, it's, it's, it's what you do. And so I think there's a, a lot of cats, you know, they get stuck in that and they just can't separate it. Like you said something, right? You said about identity, understanding like, no, who am I first? And then once I understand who I am now and what, what what I'm passionate about and what I care about and also what I hate, that can kind of steer me to my next career path, I think. Um, so tell me, like, what with, with athletes after they figure out or maybe they're still stuck in transition, what are some tools that you that you know of or that that you think that can be able to help? guide them into whether it's being an entrepreneur, being going in a nonprofit sector, starting in the, you know, in the uh, corporate world, what are some tools that you think can help them? Well, I, I, I've always, I've always uh, thought that sometimes the, the transition word or the way it's, it's presented is kind of negative because it's almost like, okay, you did your thing, you lived your dream, you were out there doing this awesome thing, making making all this money and playing in front of all these people and doing what you love, but, but now it's over. So now you need to just get over that and you need to go find some other thing that's never going to compare <laughs> to what you were doing there. Right? Like that's some, sometimes how it's, it's portrayed. And I think a lot of athletes get stuck there, right? You feel like, okay, I'm 30 and, and I peaked and now I just kind of got to go settle for something like everybody else does. And so to me, like you said, it's not, it's not your identity, but at the same time, you got to take an inventory and be like, okay, from all those years that I invested in myself and I invested in, in, in my skills and my ability as an athlete, like what, uh, like what skills do I have? What abilities do I have? What character traits do I have that can transfer outside sports? Right? Because like, yes, I've got to go run a business or yes, I'm going to go start a family or yes, I'm going to go do whatever I'm get a job, do whatever I'm going to do. And so in a lot of ways, it's a different sport. It's a new game. So I got to start at the bottom and, and learn. But those skills are not gone, right? So when you look at like 
your ability to work in a team, your ability to to set goals and, and have measurables and know like, hey, am I making progress? Am I not making progress? Your ability to to just be persistent and dedicated and committed. Um, so many of those things are going to transfer over that you use. So it's almost like take your skill set and rebuild. It's not like, hey, leave all of that behind and pretend that it was never there. Because I know you know those guys too, where like they don't even want to talk about it. They don't even want to think yeah. it's like you bring up football, you bring up baseball, whatever. They don't even want to talk about it. like that's that's just over. You know, it's, it's almost like a touchy subject. Right. And it's like, yeah, maybe you got some things you need to deal with. But like there's things you should be proud of and things that you should understand. Like, hey, as an athlete, you have these abilities that a lot of other people would, would love to have and that don't have. And that you need to figure out how to like rechannel those and repurpose those into, into something else. Mm, I love that. And I love that you said something about like you, we invested in ourselves when we were playing our sport. How do we invest in ourselves once we finish playing in our sport, whether it's in, like I said, in college or if you play some form of professional, how do you invest in yourself to transition so I mean, I, I mean, I'm saying I'm assuming that would kind of depend a lot, a lot on your goals. But I, I think one area that that can be interesting to me is like just figuring out like what do you what are you really passionate about? Who do you want? Like you said, being an athlete, uh, being a football player, that's what you were, but that's not who you were, right? And so I, I think sometimes you have you have people when you're talking about professional athletes or you know high performers in a lot of areas, not not just sports they've invested so much of themselves in kind of a narrow area. It's like you've gone really, really deep in certain skills and in certain attributes and developing yourself in certain areas of life. But then all of a sudden there's all these other areas you haven't even touched yet. And, and where in a lot of times mm. you're going to, you're going to be lacking confidence and, and lacking experience and lacking a community or connections in those areas. And so, I think just being not afraid to to just hey I'm I'm starting over I'm new at this right so like people people see you you're an elite athlete so you're supposed to always be supremely confident you're supposed to have this amazing skill you're supposed to just excel in everything and now you're starting over at something where you're a beginner right or you don't necessarily have a lot of the connections and it doesn't mean you can't become great at it you can't learn it but like just having that humility to admit that you are in some ways at the beginning right it's here finally my book the ultimate playbook for high achievement you can get it on amazon in the uh, paper paperback version or you can get it on kindle and who this book is an in, intentionally created for is for those who are looking tr to transition whether you was an athlete or an executive or a successful entrepreneur or whatever, if you're looking to transition into something different, this book can help you. I break it down, I lay down the foundation of who you want to be. I have a chapter in there that breaks down and boils down leadership, which is influence. And you gotta understand these 10 influencers that can help you with decision-making, that can help you with influencing others. And how are you influenced? I have chapters in there that really breaks down my system of assignment, alignment, and adjustment. Um, 
recognizing the power of your environments is a chapter, developing your own procedures, creating relationship roadmaps, using adversity to your advantage, right? Because we all go through tough times, but how do you flip it? How do you use it to power you, okay? And then developing your own standards. So these are things that can help anybody, not just, not just athletes. Now, there's some stories in there you know, that covers topics that, that resonate with athletes. But I think overall, this book can help um, anyone who is looking to transition into becoming successful in something new, something different. Okay, so make sure, check it out. Amazon, the ultimate playbook for high achievement. Absolutely. And you said a powerful word, humility. <laughs> and, you know, when you start when you start something new, I, I shoot, when I finished, I knew like, man, okay, that's, I don't even know what's next. I don't know what I like, what I want to do, but I understand the power of coaching because without that, I wouldn't have been able to do some of the, you know, some of the things I did in my sport. So I, 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 I knew that, that I can, I can't do it by myself. So in every area of my life off the field, I also invested in coaching, whether it was coaching on my speaking, right? I didn't even know what I had in terms of like the things that we've been through as a professional athlete that other people look at that and they're like, oh, how did that, how did you get to where you are? How did you overcome all these obstacles? You know, how did you do this? And so once I had a coach in my ear saying, man, you, you're sitting on a, on a gold mine. <laughs> so I ended up hiring a coach for that. I hired a coach for my leadership development. Um, and, and so I had a coach for speaking, for leadership. I had another coach for writing a book, another coach for starting a podcast. That's, there's, I want to say it's a secret, but they don't really look to that because of ego. And they think they can go about it. They can do it themselves. But I was like, I know how important it is to put your ego at certain times in your back pocket and be able to learn and learn from someone. And then from all those things, now I'm very confident in how I enter a room. No matter what it is, I know exactly who I am. And I know my strengths and I know my weaknesses the same way I was on the, on the field. So um, I think a a major investment is, you know, getting somebody who can, whether it's a mentor or a coach. And um, I just wish, more, you know, the more conversations I have with individuals who feel stuck, it's like, man, you know, you can get somebody who's been where you want to go. And I'm not saying they're experts or they need to get an expert, but somebody who's just a little bit farther ahead of um, you. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. That makes total sense. I mean, the guy who's been a, a mentor for me, you know, David Meltzer, he talks about that all the time. He says, the easiest way to get wherever you want to go is to find somebody who's already there and ask them for directions, right? Like, that's that's how you do it. Like, that's – and I don't think I made that connection early enough in life where, yeah, you understand, okay, you have coaches who help you in sports. But in the rest of your life, like, I, I didn't look at it as like, hey, I need to get better – at you know so and so skill or i need to get better at learning how to you know communicate or i need to get better at learning how to you know my relationships or managing 
you know, my interactions, you don't think of, I need to go look for a coach, but I've, I've had that conversation once again with, you know, with, with, with former pro athletes who did understand that and who have excelled in business and in many other areas of life and basically told me straight out, look, the, the people in this world who are the best at whatever they do all have coaches, right? So if the best singers in the world have a coach and the best basketball players in the world have a coach and the best you know, bodybuilders and entrepreneurs all have a coach, why do all of us who are struggling at stuff and kind of in the middle, kind of mediocre, why do we act like, oh, well, I don't need a coach. Like you, like you said, it's that, it's that ego thing where you think you can do it all yourself and you can figure it out all yourself and you don't, you don't need a team. You don't need somebody who has, you know, has that experience and, and knows how to get those results. Mm, that happens, yeah. struggle and struggle and struggle. And then somebody comes along and they know what they're doing. They make one little adjustment and you're like, that was all I had to do, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. Man, one of the uh, influence that I, that I speak on and I, and I coach on is the power of relationships and it's an influencer in in major ways it's one of the most powerful influencers that that there is and you man you're connected with some you know with some with some big dogs marshall falk like you said david metzer um you know some other you know quality people who, who've done amazing things in their sports how did those things come apart come along did you grow up with these guys or was it how you showed up you was in the same room or you know on a golf tournament man how did how did these things how did these relationships start to um appear for you well you know you you mentioned the golf tournaments and i can tell you something right now the golf tournaments and some of those some of those social events those are some of the best it's funny those are some of the best networking and some of the best investments you can make as far as like getting out there and you're going to meet you're going to meet quality people. You're going to get to know people on a real level that sometimes sometimes you don't. So, it's, I mean, that's not like that's not like I have some secret. I do golf tournaments, but just because you mentioned that, that that's a big yeah. part of it. And it is funny because I do get I do get asked that question all the time. Like, how do you know this person? How do you know that person? How do you know all these people? I don't have a secret. Um, I didn't necessarily grow up in that world. I think I've just, um, like you said, I've done. I've, I've been able to show up and 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 get to know people and get to try to contribute I, I really do say that and I, and I mean that like I, I try to I try to bring something to the relationship I want I want to contribute I want to be a value I don't want to just be somebody who's there to take something right you know and so I think um, I think people people appreciate that you know and if you if you're trying to work trying to work creatively to connect people and say hey you know what I think this person has something that can help you and I think you have something that can help them and you guys you guys got to get together you know and I think when you start to get into certain circles, and you're around the right people, well, those people know a lot of other great people, you know? And so that's, that's so, so important. You hear, you heard this cliche all the time about how, you know, it's who, you know, or, or, you know, your life is the, however they say the sum of the five people closest to you. And it's like investing in your relationships and being around the, the right people is like, so is so valuable. And that's what I, that's why I believe in networking. That's why I believe in, in taking that time to build, to build real relationships and to try to find ways, like you said, you got to build, you got to build a team. I love that, man. And I want to dig a little bit deeper. It's like you talked about investing in relationships. How do, how do we go about doing that? You know, I wish I had a, a, a perfect answer for that, but um, I think people, people, um, people are really good at 
picking up on your intentions, right? So you may not have it all together. You may not say the right thing. You may not have all the accomplishments. You may not, you know, you may not have all of that together and, and, and it's a process, but I think people are really, really good on sniffing out. What is this person about? What do they want from me? What do they have to offer me? What is, what is their intentions? What do they want to, what do they want to contribute? You know? And so I think people, people see through that. People aren't stupid. They know when you're, when you're transactional or when you want to use them or when you're trying to manipulate them or when you're just in it for the money or whatever it is. And so when I, when I say investing in a relationship, it's the idea that, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to get to know somebody. And uh, it's not about what I can get from it right now today. I see people do that in networking circles all the time. They, they, they whether it's virtual or whether you're, you're in a room, they're bouncing around the room and they're trying to feel everybody out real quick in, in a minute and see like, well, is this person going to buy something for me right now? Or can they do something for me today? And if not, like, see you later. And, you know, I, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten to know somebody and we've, we've become kind of friends and we didn't have, there was nothing like immediate. We're like, Hey, we're going to, we're going to do business together or we're going to you know, have some kind of project. But then something comes up six months later, a year later, and, and, and you have a need or you have a, something that you want to create. And that person just like immediately comes to your head. You're like, you know what, that's the person who can help me. And, people are so much more willing to help you. I think than we think they are because I'm still struggling with that. I'm not good at asking for help at, at all. And I'm trying to get better at it. But I think when you, when you're sincere and people understand like what you want to accomplish, they're so much more willing to help than you, than you think they are. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, like you said, there's a lot of people can be able to sniff out whether you're being transactional or you're really being like relational. Um, and it's, you know, I used to be like just nothing but transactional. Right. You're talking about going into a room or going to a, an event, like a golf tournament, whatever, and you're trying to connect with everybody and network. And I've, I, I stopped doing that years ago and I just, you know, I like meeting people and when I meet somebody and when I, I dive deep, so it might just be that one person, but we get to know each other at like a really deep level and i get so much more than that instead of just surface level you know and i'll you know get introduced to a lot of people and whatnot but you know somebody who um is different from me man i want to get to and, and if they've you know done some things a little bit older i say man i'd love to you know take you out for a coffee or whatnot and just kind of you know see what you're about like you know what's your story I love right. listening to different stories. And then we just, next thing you know, man, we dive deep. And I, I know the power of being vulnerable um, and how that can make a deeper connection. So, um, man, tell us a little bit about you know, like what you, what you have going on right now. And I want to point people to, you know, if you have anything, you know, with a podcast, you have different events. I want to point, make sure people can connect with you um, talking, you know, talk about a deeper level. How can they connect with you, Tim? So uh, a lot, a lot of what I'm liking to do, like like we talked about doing doing some a lot of things for for former athletes through locker room community, and we've actually built a community there where it's been, like I said, it's been very broad based. We've done a lot, we've got a lot of former athletes involved. We also have people from all over the sports industry and sports world. So that would be like you know people who work for. You know, front office of, of pro teams or people who are in the, in the nonprofit world. I love you know collaborating with nonprofits, 
people that are in you know sports media, the kind of sports tech startup side. So as it's grown, what I'm wanting to do is kind of kind of spin it off and, and, and basically have two a little bit more focused communities where we have something that's really for our sports business people and then for our athlete community and then as well as we're working with the nonprofits. But like I said, locker room community is where where it's at right now, um, or people can reach out to me on, on my personal website, which is just timclayburn.com. That'll kind of have some of the some of the projects that are that are going. So um, I know I know you mentioned the podcast, and we're looking at doing some 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 fun uh, kind of like hybrid shows. So um, I've got some some venues that we're going to test out during during Super Bowl week and during spring training that are that are owned by some former athletes. And so what we'll be doing is bringing. Uh, bringing guys in, sitting down, having a conversation. Um, people will be able to join us in person because it'll be in a, in a, in a restaurant and a venue. And it's a live stream show too, so people can jump online. Um, they can interact, they can ask questions. And so I, I wanted it to be to be interactive in that way. And um, I'm going to be getting out to a, like, a lot of the golf tournaments. You mentioned that. I want to get out to the golf tournaments and I want to share like, what are the causes that we're supporting out here? And who are a lot of, you know, a lot of the celebrities that are out here? What are what are they up to? And, you know, why, why are, you know, just having a good time and showing people, you know, the ins and outs of, of the causes and, and some of these events that maybe they can't attend in person. And so he said, my goal is just to, you know, create a, create a fun experience, you know, give you kind of an inside look, um, learn more about some of, some of the athletes and, and learn more about the causes, be able to, you know, increase the, increase the, the fundraising and the exposure that way. And uh, we are going to also be having some, some conversations on, on, on a separate show, but on, on the transition topic that we talked about. And I think really trying to dig mm -hmm. deep into that because the way that relates to everybody's lives and not just athletes, but like having athletes tell their story of, because you know, there's some, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff like it's going to kind of start with at the end of your career. Right. So there's a lot of negative, <laughs> negative emotions and, and uncertainty and everything like that at that point. But then hopefully we can see that we can see the progression and we can see the struggles and we can see, you know, the, the transformation and what people have become and then, you know, inspire others to be able to be able to do the same. But I think that's so, that's so universal to human. It's just, it's just struggling with change and struggling with transition and struggling with dealing with loss and things that you didn't, you didn't choose. I didn't choose this. I didn't sign up for this, but it's, it's where I'm at. And that's what I got to deal with, you know? That's it. That's it. Tim, man, last question. What is like a, what is some advice that you would give someone who's in their sport, whether it's in, it doesn't matter, whether it's in high school, college, even pro, and they're getting towards the end. What is something that you would tell them that, that could possibly help them during their, you know, once it's finished and and the, that transition starts. What is something that you would tell them who is, you know, they're still in their sport and they can start to see the, uh, the finish line? You know, that's an interesting question. And I think in some ways there's kind of been like a, it's almost been like this taboo subject. Nobody, like if, if you're an athlete, you're supposed to be 100% sold out to being an athlete. You're not supposed to have doubts like, hey, this might be my last year or, maybe I won't play past college or maybe, you know, you know what I'm talking about. You're not supposed to have those conversations. You're not supposed to be focused on, Hey, what kind of job am I going to do when I'm out of here? And, I, and I've, I've heard guys talk about that where I was, I was in my locker room and I was secretly studying to, for some other career that I was going to do later. And I didn't tell anybody, but I also hear um, the regrets. I hear the most common 
our, our, our athletes are like, you know what, the best time for me to be building the groundwork and building the foundation for what was next would have been while I was still playing. It would have been while I still had some of the relationships and some of the resources and maybe maybe I had a little more influence or a little bigger name in the uh, community, right? And so I think a lot, I think a lot of athletes are doing uh, are doing a better job with that now and just being more um, like you said, being more focused on who they are versus what they do and and starting to hey, they're starting businesses as athletes, you know. I mean, a guy I've seen who's here, who's here locally, um, in, in Phoenix. And I, I see him quite a bit on, uh, on social and had a chance, had a chance to, to speak with him a couple of times is, is, uh, Devon, Devon Kennard and, uh, the Arizona Cardinals. And he's, um, he's really, really impressive young man. He's still in the league, but you know, he's, 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 he understands he's, I think he's been in the league 10 years now. And, uh, he knows, you know, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna end. It's, it's coming. And so he's out there. He's, he's, um, investing in real estate and he's trying to help other athletes learn how to invest in real estate and learn how to position themselves post-career and he's out there philanthropically and he wants to you know educating kids on financial literacy and he's you know volunteering his time and all times all types of different um community organizations and things like that and so i think just being open and honest about hey this is this is not going to last forever right it, it's 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 the nature it's the nature of, of, of pro sports it's the nature of of a human body, right? So it's it's not going to last forever. I don't think there's anything wrong with starting to position yourself for what's next. And and like I said, take advantage of those resources when you're in the league, you know, or where, whether you're a college athlete, pro athlete, whatever it is, um, build those relationships, build those networks. Don't be afraid to like get to know people who aren't just other athletes, right? <laughs> you know, like maybe you're you're an athlete, but hey, I need to get I need to get plugged in in the business community. I need to get you know, I need to meet people in nonprofits. Maybe I have a dream. I want to start a foundation or, or whatever it is, you know, so just like take advantage, take advantage of the platform you have to build the foundation for what's going to be next. Like, that's probably the short answer. I should have should have started. With I love that. No, that's great, man. That's that's great. Well, Tim, man, thank you very much for being on the Shark Effect. You've um, you've given some great insights um for for folks to start to you know especially the athletes to start to think a little bit differently about life after after sports man we'd love to have you on again tim no it was awesome to talk to you alex i appreciate it and i i know you're doing some i know you're doing some great work for athletes and and not and everybody who's not an athlete and, I, and that's what i love to talk about with sports is there's so many parallels so many parallels between sports and and life for people you know for just life in general right so Yo, what's up? So check this out. If you like today's episode, I want you to do a couple of things. Number one, I want you to subscribe to the show. And I want you to give it a rating. Five stars are dope. We love those. And then give it a review. And so I'm saying this not for selfish reasons, but it's to help us all out. The more ratings that we get and the more reviews that we get, the bigger, more impactful guests that I can get on the show. And so, you know, it's a win-win for everyone. But it starts with you giving a review, rating it, and sharing it. All right? So if you can do that, we can all have a greater or make a better, greater impact. All right? So until next time, keep aligning, assigning, and adjusting to the person that you want to become. All right. 
So if you got some value from today's episode and you're looking for the next step, well, here it is. I want you to subscribe to our Facebook group. It's called the Shark Effect Group. And when you get in, you'll be linked up with some other former elite level athletes. And they'll be there sharing some actionable steps and advice to get you to where you want to go. Because they are there. They are where you want to go. Uh, They're fighting to get further. And so you can get some, some value from just joining a group and it's free. So you don't have to worry about anything like that, about paying. But I suggest, if you're looking for the next steps to get to where you want to go and have a life of impact and purpose, because you are set apart. Former elite level athletes, you are different. And you need to be able to learn how to use your influence to benefit you. So I want you to go over to the Facebook group and join it. And join it today. It's here, finally, my book, The Ultimate Playbook for Higher Achievement. You can get it on Amazon in the uh, paper paperback version, or you can get it on Kindle. And who this book is an in, intentionally created for is for those who are looking to, to transition, what, whether you was an athlete or an executive or a successful entrepreneur or whatever, if you're looking to transition into something different this book can help you i break it down i lay down the foundation of who you want to be i have a chapter in there that breaks down and boils down leadership which is influence and you got to understand these 10 influencers that can help you with decision making that can help you with influencing others and how are you influenced i have chapters in there that really breaks down my system of assignment, alignment, and adjustment. Um, recognizing the power of your environment is a chapter. Developing your own procedures, creating relationship roadmaps, using adversity to your advantage, right? Because we all go through tough times, but how do you flip it? How do you use it to power you, okay? And then developing your own standards. So these are things that can help anybody, not just, not just athletes. Now, there's some stories in there, you know, that covers topics that that resonate with athletes. But I think overall, this book can help um, anyone who is looking to transition into becoming successful in something new, something different. Okay, so make sure check it out. Amazon, the ultimate playbook for high achievement.